1: Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 490, November 2nd, 2020. The high on this day happened in 1978 when it hit 72 degrees, and in 1951, the low was nine. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. I feel a great peace washing over me. Oh so we are on the eve of tranquility and peaceful transfer of power in the event in the event that uh president trump would lose how high are you i feel that everything will be as we say hunky dory
2: well i hope so
1: i think what you're saying
3: is
2: Ah, they're gonna be okay
1: everything's gonna be okay Mm -hmm. never mind just turn away from the non-scalable fence that is being built around the white house and never mind all the businesses in the city in the in the country closest to the tallest buildings are being boarded up. Never mind that. That's just a, an abundance of caution.
3: Kenny and I were talking about this before you guys got here today, and I specifically drove through downtown on my way here to see things up close. And they're already boarding up many many window fronts in uh, downtown Minneapolis. And who
1: is it that we are anticipating to misbehave? The
0: Uh, right or the left? Both sides are accusing the other of uh, future malfeasance.
1: Let's go right to our leaked document.
0: All right. You saw it too, huh? I was Mm -hmm. wondering if you were going to bring this up.
1: Uh, This is from Alpha News. Becoming an increasingly, I would say, uh, trustworthy trustworthy site, credible site. A leaked document allegedly created by Take Action Minnesota warns of mass mobilization and unrest in Minneapolis if President Donald Trump is reelected or if the results of the election are contested. The document was obtained by Breitbart News and is labeled a confidential working draft, not for public. While no organization is listed in the document itself, Breitbart reports that Take Action has been circulating the memo among its leadership. Take Action Minnesota, the hub for Minnesota's progressive movement, was founded in 2006 as an affiliate of the national organization People's Action. Hmm. Its member organizations include various labor unions, such as Education Minnesota and left-wing advocacy groups. One section of the leaked manifesto called Theory of What Will Happen declares that mass mobilization will and must happen in Minnesota To defend democracy, regardless of the strength of the Minnesota election system. That's a meaningless paragraph. What does that mean? It declares that mass mobilization must and will happen to defend democracy, regardless of the strength of the Minnesota election system. Well, if if you believe the Minnesota election system is strong, then you don't need to do your mass mobilization. Right. We expect that this mobilization will create space and opportunity for unrest, Primarily in Minneapolis. In this context, the situation could rapidly spiral beyond control, depending on the nature of the unrest and the state's reaction, the document says. The document warns about the possibility of right-wing violence, enabled by the Minneapolis Police Department.
0: (sighs) Yeah, thank you.
1: (laughs) During the uprising, immediately following the murder of George Floyd, and let's call it the death of George Floyd... And since then, the Minneapolis Police Department is either disengaged or instigating tension. Uh, no, no, we, that's a we don't know that. That's a B as in B, S as in S. Uh,
2: we don't know that.
1: The governor has activated the National Guard and State Patrol twice and is prepared to do so again, says the document. It is unclear who the MPD is accountable and answering to. Well, they're still accountable and answering to the mayor and a very unqualified and incompetent city council. <laughs> If the election results are contested in Minnesota, the document suggests supporting efforts by the state to resolve the contest rapidly and to prevent right wing vigilantes, with or without support of local officials, from interfering with the certification of Minnesota's elections by the safe harbor date. Well, this this is a. Uh, We'll give this whole document, and we don't know that. Okay. Uh, in fact, right uh, now, you, we don't
2: know that.
1: And I say that for this reason they they begin this supposed leaked or this supposed leaked memo uh, education educates us that uh, take action, Minnesota progressive group uh, is being called upon for mass mobilization. Mm. to what defend the state against. The people they're calling right wing
2: vigilantes. Right. I don't, what is their intent? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Well, I think we know
3: what I they're. Doing. I was just going to say, can't we all make that same assumption? Pretty, pretty In
2: clear. addition, we
1: must be prepared to support state efforts to prevent illegitimate federal efforts to intervene on behalf of local right wing groups. So the so the focus uh, they're setting up the loss. They're already forecasting that if there's any damage at all, it won't be us. Sure. It won't be the progressives. Mm-hmm. If a nearby state experiences contested results, the document recommends finding opportunities to add capacity and people power to the region and the states whose elections and whose electors and votes might be more directly contested than ours. Regardless of the outcome, the document predicts that Trump and the GOP will use institutional capacity to control election information and manipulate the result. Here, our response will focus on mass mobilization efforts, it says noting that groups need to be prepared to take action from Election Day to Inauguration Day. Boy, that's setting up a nice two, three months, isn't it?
3: Right, that be great.
1: The document calls for sustained mass mobilization and strategic disruption in the event that Trump wins. But you just got done telling me that what you fear is right-wing vigilantism. vigilantism. Mm-hmm. But what you're really telling me is that if Trump wins, you intend to act out as the children you are.
0: Well, uh, the word "strategic disruption." What are they? What are they saying with those two words? Are are they saying that they're going to do the yes. rioting? Yes. Or are they saying they're going to try to get in 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 the way and stop the right wing groups from rioting? It,
1: I'm reading it as though they are prepared to act on the streets in the yeah. event Trump wins. Yeah. The document calls for sustained mass mobilization and strategic disruption in the event that Trump wins, while credible concerns regarding election inference and vote counting remain. The document also includes plans for establishing healthy lines of communication between the field and governing actors. Agreement from and establishment of communication from state leadership and the field maximizing our aligned efforts is one of several goals listed in the document another goal is to establish a set of mass mobilization containers on and offline that can serve to advance our agenda in the days immediately following election day there is a moment for all hands and no elbows this is a moment for all hands and no elbows it's time for organizations to be clear on their highest and best use in this moment and to find their lane this will re- I'm almost done. This will require a degree of trust that we may not fully have as a collective and as parts. Begins a section called Role and Responsibility of Democracy Defense Organizations. The role of these unidentified democracy defense organizations will be to collect and share information, prepare and care for people, mobilize popular support, advance a bold, clear narrative, and interface with elected officials and former candidates. In other words, if we don't get our way, we're going to be in your face. Yep. These organizations will also establish a coalition that can function as a credible actor and broker in back-end negotiations with the DFL and elected officials. Mm -hmm. Take Action Minnesota has been holding virtual 45-minute sessions about the scenarios most likely to unfold on election night and strategies to get grounded and ready to squad up and ensure all votes are counted.
2: Joe,
0: the second second to last paragraph, read that again and tell me what it means. I I do not understand that. These organizations will also establish
1: a coalition that can function as a credible actor and broker in back-end negotiations with the DFL and elected officials.
0: I I don't get it. What what are they saying to me there? I think what they're
1: saying is uh, we anticipate that the DFL will support us. No matter what our behavior is, mm-hmm. they did. Oh boy, that's yeah. They did at the end of May. Yep. <laughs>
3: right, thirty eighth in Chicago really. is
1: still closed. Well, what's is the
3: it? what's the word? The phrase was always "mostly
1: peaceful protests," and they, they which aren't. is crap. I was sent by Kelsey, corresponding Kelsey. Oh, I saw this video. Just one of the most depressing videos I've ever seen. Uh, it's a tour of the exterior of the federal courthouse in Portland.
2: Was that the you video know. you were watching? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. It's just mm-hmm. devastating. Mm-hmm. Just devastating. And, and I, I think, think sad.
3: Joe, that video in a nutshell, I, I've been saying this all along. I think that video alone just kind of explains why Trump's going to win in a landslide. I really think that. Look at these rallies.
1: If he does, then you, I've just read you a supposedly credible document from Take Action Minnesota <coughs> that they not only plan to reject that. Victory, yeah. if in if in fact Trump wins, but they intend to uh, wreak enough havoc in their estimation, I would believe to hope to overturn it. Yep.
3: And don't you think, after reading that, who knows how credible it is? But it's it's worth bringing up. I, I think Governor Wallace should already call on the National Guard, don't you? Yes.
2: Hell yes. Mm -hmm. Starting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But I think
3: think it's
1: going to be (laughs) tranquil. Other than that. (laughs) I think it's going to be peaceful.
2: Looking good.
1: good. I think it's going to be right out of Ozzie and Harriet.
0: How many states should actually do that? I mean, it's not just us. How about 50? Pennsylvania. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. no kidding. Washington. Oregon. Atlanta. Philadelphia.
3: Portland. Seattle. I mean, you name it. The only state that might be okay is Texas.
2: Right, where they're all and armed Florida, Florida.
1: <clears throat> and Florida,
0: Wyoming, yeah. Idaho, South Dakota,
1: and you noted uh, r- r- refresh my memory. You you suggested you drove through Minneapolis on a uh, reconnaissance mission. Yeah, normally
3: you're seeing boarded up buildings. Normally, what I would do is I take 94 to 280 to get here, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go up 394, take Sixth Street, and go all the way over just mm-hmm. just to kind of get a feel. First of all. No one is downtown, like, on a normal Monday. Right. And obviously because a lot of people are working from home. But you just had that eerie sense of, I think we're in the eye of the storm here. Mm-hmm. That it's about
1: to go down. Oh, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, <clears throat> again, I, I, I predict a very peaceful and tranquil situation.
2: Uh, we don't know that. What are you looking at, moron, <laughs> number one? Okay. Huh? I'm looking at the uh emails oh. that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for sure, I don't know for how sure. much more damage <laughs> they can do. What do you mean? Okay, they're out in the streets. Things are boarded up. Are they just going to try to burn down the speedways that uh, yes. recovered from the, 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 the yes. torching? Well, and-
1: first of all, we don't know who they are. Uh, and we're, yeah. we, we receive no help in understanding who they are from this purported uh, document from Take Action Minnesota. Uh, they seem to want it to have it both ways. They, they wish to uh, present themselves as potential victims of right-wing extremism, while at the same time calling for a mass mobilization to take action in the event Trump wins. So we, we know nothing about who the they are if, in fact, people take to the streets. And unfortunately, unfortunately, it's going to be a beautiful week of weather.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, so that's this, th- th- that this is me. the
1: week we needed— Last week, right, the 30s. Yeah, and snow.
2: But yep, yep. What are we going to know Tuesday night at 10 o'clock? Nothing. Nothing. So, uh, so they're, are, are they going to rush out thinking that um, uh, Trump won Pennsylvania and Trump won Michigan? Okay, so he's got a big lead. At what point do they hit the streets? Projection. I, 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 I,
3: what I, time do most polling places close? Is it eight p.m.? Eight p.m. It's eight
2: across the board. Okay, yeah.
3: across the board. So, I mean, are they going to? Because I know that they in Minnesota now we're running ads saying uh, you're mailing, you can't mail in your absentee ballot. You know, you need to drop it off. I mean, what's the is the same cutoff for the absentee drop off? Well, I
1: got a report from White Bear Lake prior to arriving here, and the uh, I believe the polling place in question is uh, in downtown. Mm-hmm forest lake i'm sorry white bear lake but the line ex- highway 61 yeah it's near there <laughs> but the line of voters extends almost to the lake itself now
0: goodness I, gracious
1: these are I, I gotta think these are biden votes i don't know why i think that mm. i just i'm making that assumption that mm. these are votes for biden and uh never mind the the wall that's being built around the, the white house right one of the things about biden that i think should be alarming and it's not getting covered it's absolutely will not get covered what is it is that his frailty is is being exposed
2: oh uh, yes. mental
1: and physical yes. frailty uh i, I saw a video i know some of the videos been altered but there's enough real video that you don't have to worry about the altered video I saw a video of, of Obama, uh, who is one hell of a warm-up act for a candidate, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Obama in Flint, Michigan. Uh, he's the warm-up act. And he, he summons Joe. And now here's your next president of the United States, Joe Biden. Nothing. Camera pans to where Biden should be seen.
2: <laughs> Hello, he's, Cleveland. He, he, says oh. it,
1: he says it again. Okay. Oh, here's your next president of the United States, Joe Biden. Boom. And he looks. Nothing. I'm not making this up. You can see the video. Yeah, just just Google uh, Obama Biden to. Flint Michigan. Okay, and then and then he finally says it a third time, and here he is, Joe Biden. And all of a sudden, here comes Joe shuffling across the parking lot. Got the big lobster bib on. No, he and he's got his mask on and a baseball hat, and then he stops at the steps because he can't run those up. He's kind of, you know, he's I can identify. Step step. I can yeah. identify. Right. He, he's <laughs> getting up the steps, and then and then I. We don't listen to his whole remarks in the video. You could. I didn't. Uh, Apparently, he slurs a lot of words. But, hell, uh, so does Trump on occasion. So it's no big deal. But at the end... No, it is a big deal. Well, at the end, Kenny, he he appears not to know that it's over. And he he starts to leave, and he can't find his mask. And he goes back to the podium. Uh, Apparently, he finds his mask in his pocket... He puts the mask on and then picks up the microphone again and looks at it. I'm
2: just happy to be here. And then,
1: and then happens to realize, well, wait a minute, I already did this. So he puts the microphone down, and then Obama has to kind of help him off the stage. This is not good. This is
2: really not good. He has
0: serious, serious cognitive issues. And the fact that they're pushing him like this, it means only one thing, that he, they're going to shuffle him out of the way within the first year. I don't want to believe that, but my
1: God, uh, he appears that he will be putty in the hands of the squad.
0: He doesn't know whether to bleep or get off the pot or whatever the saying is. He he just doesn't know. His remarks are most generally
1: lucid. They are. But in in the episodes where they're not... <laughs> It's very saddening. It's almost yeah. sad to see. Yeah, I,
0: I can't make fun of them. No, because, this, is right, not funny. Right. this is not no, funny. This is not funny. No, not at all.
1: Uh, Speak for yourself. No, it's not funny. It's a, it's a 77-year-old man who's being used, to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah we've
0: all seen people close to us, grandparents, white yeah. parents, whatnot, go through this. It's not funny.
1: You know, he's one step away from the walk-in tub. You know, right, let's right, go here.
0: Right, right. Okay, so we are going to make fun of him. <laughs> yeah. that, no, chair, no, no, that, that chair, that chair you ride the right. up the stairway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Joe made it a whole 10 seconds. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, I, I shouldn't have said that. I yeah, should, you no, know, why i should not. What, what the hell? Do, but
0: yeah. you're right. You know what? You're right. And when you're the, right, you're, you're right. Yeah. How you doing? I think I have cams in downtown White Bear Lake. Let me check those.
1: Ilhan Omar mobilizing progressives to push Biden further left. Uh, this is your representative in Minneapolis's 5th Congressional District, and this is further proof uh, why you should vote for Lacey Johnson. Uh, Congresswoman says a cohort of progressives will try to influence Biden if he's elected president. Okay. Got it. Uh, Representative Omar said in an interview that Democrats will have a cohort of progressives who will try to influence Joe Biden. Progressive Democrats who endorsed former 2020 Democratic nominee Senator Bernie Sanders have been quiet in the criticism of Biden ahead of the next election, but have suggested wanting to push the candidate who is campaigning largely on a moderate policy platform farther to the left. We will have a cohort of progressives that are very clear about their objectives for wanting the implementation of Medicare for All and a Green New Deal and raising the minimum wage and not allowing for fracking, Omar said Monday in an interview with Axios. Omar's office did not immediately respond to an inquiry about who who the cohort will include. She added that there has been a level of responsiveness to the policies that progressives are advocating for that progressives know will have not just a future in Biden's administration, but a future in the upcoming administrations after his. Responsiveness is a signal for, for progressives to push and to mobilize our base trying to accomplish these policy objectives, she said. As progressives, we have a clear understanding of what the inside and outside game is, the Congresswoman continued. She would also be open to Biden's decision to appoint any Republicans to his cabinet, but fears danger if the administration pushes policies that are contrary to what the Democratic platform is. Omar and three other Congresswomen, Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York, Ayanna Pressley of Massachusetts, and Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, refer to themselves as a squad and represent a shift among younger Democrats in Congress toward more progressive ideologies. Omar and Ocasio-Cortez and Talib endorsed Sanders' campaign earlier this year. Uh, the four legislators support the objectives Omar listed as priorities for the cohort of progressives. She mentioned in the interview, including the Green New Deal, a ban on fracking and a $15 minimum wage. All four have also expressed support for packing the Supreme Court. Biden has not expressed explicit support for the Green New Deal or Medicare for All, but has similar climate and health care plans. His website calls the Green New Deal a crucial framework, and he has said he plans on expanding Obamacare to make it Bidencare. His stance on fracking in the oil industry has flip-flopped over the course of his campaign. I think overall, we can likely push Vice President Biden in a more progressive direction across policy issues, Omar uh, told just the news in a September fifteenth interview. By the way, you're you're too polite with flip flopping on fracking. He lied. Yeah, he lied. Uh, I think foreign policy is an enormous area where we can improve. Immigration is another one. Immigration is a key issue for Omar, the country's first Somali woman to serve in Congress. Uh, in her Minneapolis district, home to one of the largest populations of Somali refugees in the country. Biden's immigration plan includes increasing the number of U.S. annual refugee admissions to 125,000. Ocasio-Cortez added that she thinks it's important to acknowledge that she and Biden have, in some cases, very large disagreements, but that does not mean she and other Democrats are trying to undermine the party or undermine each other it means that we are trying to do what's best for the people in the country i don't trust uh, the squad no and, and i'll tell Hell you no. i'll, I'll no. tell you why i'll tell you why uh, they're all young inexperienced and incompetent and have never dealt with real life they have never mm-hmm. filled out a payroll they've never had to hire anybody fire anybody they have no knowledge of finance no knowledge of law they are there to advance uh, a miserable agenda based on their apparent dis dislike of the country which they believe Mm -hmm. is not fair enough and not inclusive enough and they will bring that about arbitrarily i believe kamala harris has also said she believes in equal outcomes uh, as opposed to whatever you achieve Mm -hmm. based on your own merit
3: well the best are the video clips that surface in which you know running up to the, the the nomination for the democratic party Kamala Harris shreds Biden at all of these. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they're, they're singing Kumbaya, and they're all one.
1: Right, right. You're all frauds. I think Biden's presidency, in the event he's elected, would have had a better chance of being centrist and, and moderate had he not chosen Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris. I believe that if he had chosen a, a careerist like him, uh, Who's for forty seven years has known how to play the game in Washington? Never mm-hmm. really has accomplished anything, but they 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 would have been reasonable caretakers for four years while the Republican Party could attempt to rebuild itself and make sense. But he 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 blew up that bridge when he took this Kamala Harris as his running mate. Well, the perfect. Speaking of
3: Kelsey, he sent us another great note calling truth is a B. Yeah, and the first one is. If a contractor took 47 years to work on your home and it was still broken, Mm -hmm. would
0: you hire him for another four years? (laughs) It was pretty telling, that paragraph you read that started off uh, with Omar saying, uh, I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember the exact verbiage, uh, we feel we can push him in a more progressive um, to a more progressive place. It was mm-hmm. towards the end there. Can you can you find that and reread it, uh,
1: Omar? I think overall we can likely push yes. Vice President Biden in a more progressive direction across policy more. issues. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think
1: foreign yeah. policy is an enormous area where we can improve. Immigration is another one. I think yep. clearly, uh, clearly they they wish to uh, manipulate Biden. They already are, and and diminish diminish his decision making.
0: Yeah. Just pat him on the head and say,
1: thanks, Joe. We appreciate it. And
0: it's why we're seeing these signs all over South Minneapolis that say Kamala Harris. Right. And. Joe Biden. Right. I'm, they're seeing him in St. Paul, too. Did, uh, did yeah. Omar
3: in that thing, did she address uh, the 70-plus homicides no. uh, in the 5th Congressional District at all? No. Oh, okay. That, no, did, that didn't come right. up. Oh, she yeah. asked so about She's looking globally. Yeah. Okay, Nothing about carjacking. No. Nothing, about, about, no, we had nothing what,
1: about the buildings being boarded
3: We up. had 19 yeah. over the weekend, by the way. Did you yeah. see that? Although
0: mm-hmm. Lacey does. Lacey lives right here. Knows yep. all about
1: it. Yep. Yep. Lives it every day. I predict it's just going to be a lovely, peaceful day oh Uh, we don't know that tomorrow and the day after and the day after that I have rainbows
2: and unicorns I have
1: no earthly you know we learned in 2016 the polls are not reliable no no so I have no earthly idea who's going to win someone that said so do all your
3: pollsters have a lot of vacation you know how how are you not working like why do you keep why do you keep participating because it's the same people that keep doing all these polls did you make a meatloaf run was there a warning not only did we issue the warning, we did issue a warning. I tweeted out the photo when I got home late Friday around 6, 7 o'clock, and I just said, GLers, you were warned. But right. I, I showed restraint, Joe. How many? I stopped at 7.
1: <laughs> was there any left in the cooler well, at Grunhoffer's Old Fashioned meeting in Hugo?
0: Bleep, bleep.
1: Did there, you leave any in the
0: yeah, cooler? There was a seven. couple left.
1: There were a couple seven? left.
3: Seven? Yeah.
0: You know, g you we car on your way home? Now I'm mad because idiots like you, this is what led to an ammunition shortage, a toilet paper shortage, and everything else. and now a
2: meatloaf shortage. Yes, this is uh, insane. Because he's got to hunker down. He thinks it's not going to be tranquil and so, peaceful.
3: Here was my loot. Uh, seven meatloafs. Seven although, meatloafs. although I gave one to my dad yesterday. Okay. So I only have six. No, five left because I had one over the weekend. Yeah,
1: you gnawed on one in the truck. Uh,
3: I got rookie burgers because yep. that's a staple. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I also purchased the thick cut bacon because it was the kid's birthday yesterday, yeah. so I had to make bacon. That's oh, yeah. Stuff. Uh, I did the breakfast sausage patties, which mm. are outstanding, oh, by the way. Oh, I bet they tried those yet. And a uh, tenderloin, a bacon wrapped tenderloin. Mm. Mm-mm,
2: mm-mm, mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, it's all there. It's, uh, it's meat entertainment at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. It's on Highway 61, of course, because garage logicians rule that ancient highway up and down its length and uh, I can't uh, recommend it enough, as you already all know. And fortunately, the meatloaf warning is now done, and we're just back to a common meatloaf watch. Right, the watch is still in effect. The watch is always going to be in effect, <laughs> Always be. <laughs> but the warning has been uh, taken off the table. This is Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. more here by accident than elsewhere by design here's joe so i was
3: uh pretty lucky over the weekend boys uh i made the declaration for trick-or-treaters that i was going to hand out chill boys thankfully what i decided to do is put the giant bowl of candy in front of the house and then just toured the neighborhood with my walking soda with the kids and so uh, I was off the hook. Nobody approached me at all over the weekend, so I'm off the I'm off the hook there. But if you would like to make the switch, like the entire GL staff has done, go to ChillBoys.com right now. Place your order. Here's the coolest part about ordering online at ChillBoys.com. Yep. It doesn't matter where you are. Phoenix, Jacksonville. Wherever they will ship that order fast and free. All orders over forty dollars. They are the most comfortable underwear you will ever own. They're
1: they're very trusting underwear. Yeah,
3: Absolutely. Agree. You can trust them. Exactly. Chillboys.com. Oh, yeah. Go there, make your order. <laughs> and please, when you place your order, let Julie know that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic podcast.
1: Let's visit America. Closest to the country's tallest building, shall we? Here we go.
3: Merck. With Election
1: Day preparations in full swing across the country, the White House will have a no-climb fence installed around the entire complex. A similar fence already exists around Lafayette Park and parts of Pennsylvania Avenue in front of the White House for Inauguration Day construction. Such, Such fencing was also used around the White House over the summer following unrest. Over the uh, death of George Floyd, those fences range from seven feet to more than nine feet high. The precautions come during one of the most contentious presidential elections in recent memory and concerns over possible unrest in the wake of Tuesday's results. D.C. Metro Police Chief Peter Newsham said Thursday there were no credible threats right now of violence, but said several groups had applied for permits to conduct large demonstrations and the entire police department will be working on Election Day. Mayor Muriel Bowser said she had not decided whether to use the National Guard for election-related violence, though some troops remain activated amid the coronavirus pandemic. Preparations for possible unrest in the nation's capital have extended beyond the White House. Just blocks away from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, business such as hair salons, restaurants, clothing stores, and banks were boarded up Sunday wells fargo cvs pharmacy and the washington sports club were among some of the businesses with plywood protecting their windows several businesses were were reportedly uh expecting to close on election day and possibly for the entire week Mm. this is happening all over the country it's happening in minneapolis it's happening in chicago portland seattle la new york uh despite my predictions of tranquility it's it's happening, it's happening everywhere. What must we look like uh, to Europeans right now? What <laughs> must we look like to, to the rest of the world?
2: Well, we're no I'm longer the mind. envy. Remember, we used to be the envy. I mean, we're we're
1: having to we're having an election, which we've peacefully had for 200 years. Right. And we're boarding up our buildings, and we're we're barricading the White House with a non-scalable fence. We're going to be uh, calling out the National Guard. Uh, police departments are going to be on extra high alert and working at full capacity all day long and into the night and probably all week what in god's name message are we sending to people in europe
2: well, I, i'm look not like that, a not third that it's, world country
1: yeah not that not that it, it's europe's problem it's i don't care what the
0: europeans think of us i would prefer that no, they i would prefer that they like us right. you're right though joe it's the same thing we've been thinking about these south american uh elections mm-hmm. that we've seen throughout the years where there's, you know, rioting up to and during and after the, an election.
2: And and Trump Maybe we have to go to the thumb deal.
0: Yeah. The blue thumb.
1: Trump cannot be excused, by the way, for sowing these seeds when for months he's been saying I'm going to distrust the outcome of this election.
2: Yeah, I didn't like mm-hmm. I didn't like those words. He, he
1: can't be let off
2: the hook for I that. I didn't like those words. I I I would agree with you. It's he, he, he has set the table for this.
1: He has set the table by saying, uh, "No, you can't count ballots after election day. This is rigged," and on and on and on and on. Uh, and yet, I predict a peaceful transfer of power in the event uh, uh, in the event he loses, which I'm not I'm not entirely uh, sure he will.
3: That um, I have a question. Do you think that the record number of absentee balloting and voting um, is due to what people assume is going to be civil unrest on election day?
1: In part, sure. Okay. Sure, sure.
3: And I guess coronavirus, too, people have a lot that
1: on their minds?
3: Yes. Gathering?
1: Although these lines they're standing in now, how is that any safe? Well, I guess you're outside. You're outside. I was going to say, how is that any safer than voting on Election Day? Which I regret that I did not do, but I had my reasons. Boy, did you get some heat. Oh, I know. I know. It's just <laughs> Kenny I, was right. Yeah. You
2: know. I still wonder, why are there lines, when they go to a, a random Georgia Line and there's a lot. Li- I've never in my life witnessed a line around the corner. I have waited you at haven't? Mac Plymouth. No, Mac Plymouth one year, uh, must have been 2000, 2000, whatever it was. We did wait for a very small amount yeah. of time. Oh,
0: no, I've inside. waited uh, over an hour. Never uh, had at least, I cannot remember any waiting. Uh, uh, I have at least twice.
1: I cannot remember any significant waiting, although I believe the polls were very
0: crowded for Obama's first term. But I don't recall a significant amount of waiting. So uh, I just want to, I have a few questions for you. Um, So you believe that the process is without fault and you are willing to take, um, accept the results of the election without any side eye given, Such?
1: Well, for example, right now uh, Republican attorneys have uh, sued uh, uh, to uh, invalidate 120,000 ballots cast in Houston because they were done in, uh, as a drive-by situation. Okay. Well, I, I don't technically know what would constitute why that would be illegal. If if the legislature in Texas approved that, then that was that's a legal way to vote. Uh, but- my my concern would be my concern would be more accurately about. The number of ballots that that are being cast by people uh, who we will be unable to verify,
0: and so doesn't that concern kind of go along with the president's concerns?
1: Yeah, it does.
0: So, and in the case of Texas, one <clears throat> just one more question, Matt. Yeah. In the case of Texas, these you know you called them Republican lawyers, but this. Could, in effect, in effect of, this could affect both sides. I mean, not just demo. I mean, so we're throwing away. How many votes? 16? I think 120,000. 120,000. 120, well, th- there's going to be votes for all sides in there.
2: I, I agree. I, I agree. But how do you verify the absentee ballot? How, how the, the numbers are so phenomenally, They're so high that how can we, do we verify each? Early ballot, given, Each absentee ballot.
0: Well, when I voted the other day, I, yeah, we had this question last Friday uh, too. Didn't I, we?
1: I had to prove who I was, and then I was given a ballot. Well, the,
3: and the reason I brought up because I think that it's wrought with fraud all over the all over the place. Because my wife and I mentioned this; she got a card saying she was registered. She said I never registered. Mm-hmm.
0: The whole system is flawed. So, Matthew, were you thinking? Um, were, you, were you thinking along the lines of somebody could throw in an absentee val- ballot and then show up on election day and vote again?
2: Yeah, yeah and, and yeah, then, but also the, ver- we were thinking. the verification of an absentee ballot. Do they go and say uh, once that ballot is in there, Jim, were you really there? Did you really vote for? I mean, you couldn't verify all those absentee ballots.
1: What you're describing is what what I've been waiting to see for purposes of educating us, what you're describing is why have we fixed everything that isn't broken? Yeah. Why have we turned this into a cluster of errors? Why have we turned this into complexity after complexity after complexity? What, what happened in this country right. to bring that about?
2: And absentee ballots were, used to be, are you in the military? You're going to be gone? Okay, you fill it out. You're going to be out of the country on the first Tuesday of the November? All right, here's an absentee ballot.
0: Yeah, I I don't have any firsthand knowledge, but I do seem to remember it being a pain in the ass to do it absentee style. Correct? Am I wrong about that?
1: No, but, but part of the answer to my question is why? Why is there such intense energy spent on... Luring disinterested people to vote,
0: and and you know
3: the answer. Yeah, you know the answer to that, because those why you're asking the question. Those people will vote for Sleepy Joe, most likely. Uh, Most likely, I, I, I mean, for for God's sake, Keith Ellison is running radio ads, talking about voter intimidation. All the time. Yeah. I mean, those are I've I've heard that ad. I can't tell you how many times over the past week. What will constitute the intimidation? Well, because in his mind, you nailed it last week. He's setting up the loss, but he's saying, "Don't worry, you're not going to get attacked by an evil Trump supporter at the
1: polls." That's what he's implying. He's, wait,
0: yeah, he didn't say
3: that. He didn't say that, but that's what he's implying.
0: Right, right. But
1: these lines exist all throughout Minnesota right now, voting, and no one's being intimidated. I know. Right. I don't know what he thinks constitutes the intimidation.
2: Right.
0: No. Mm.
1: Now, even though I voted, I will go to the polling place tomorrow just to look and see what's going on. Wait, isn't that illegal? No, I'm not going to go in, oh. but I'll check it out. Hey, <laughs> Soch,
2: I'm just, here again. I'm just trying to,
1: just trying to cover yeah. you, boss.
2: Yeah. No, I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm only going to vote once. Okay. That's all you can do. Vote early, vote yeah. often. Yeah. Uh, I've got some uh, some things we need to discuss, but... First of all, the mayor needs a drink of water. Ah.
2: Cancer, the word nobody wants to hear. Worrying about your legal rights should not be the first thing you deal with when faced with a cancer diagnosis. But you do have legal rights. Many people are unaware their cancer may be related to exposure on their job. Asbestos, benzene, and cleaners are among many chemicals that cause cancer. Let the lawyers at CancerLaw.com help your family with medical bills, lost wages, and funeral expenses. Passionate, experienced Minnesota lawyers at CancerLaw.com can help you focus on your health and family. Visit CancerLaw.com.
1: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere.
0: Well, fellas, uh, despite your best efforts to drive them away, they (laughs) are back. (laughs) Who? They are back. Who's back? The American Institute of Non-Destructive Testing.
1: Well, now I know what they're doing. It took me a while.
0: Welcome back, braz. It, it, they solve their problem, Such This time the dummy face in the microphone actually has a pretty good idea of what they do. Yeah, yeah. I think he's insulting <laughs> Because Because the, the reason I know what they do, it really wouldn't take much for me to get signed up and uh, start doing a rewarding career at a livable wage uh but never mind me okay i want to break down for glers just what the american institute of non-destructive testing is now here here's what i read ndt technicians perform tests to locate the indicators and discontinuities that may cause failures or shutdowns in certain systems what that in English? Sim- yeah. simply said they make sure your stuff is up to snuff. That means they're checking to detect service-related conditions caused by wear, fatigue, corrosion, stress, or other factors. Bridges, airplanes, the whole deal. (laughs) Well, well, the, the tests, they're done now in a manner that doesn't affect the object, hence non-destructive. Yeah, you're not taking uh, it,
1: a sledgehammer out there and slamming it into a
0: bridge of butt, but to see like if it's sturdy. Could, like it's we got to keep using it. Yeah. And and not only do they do it during the lifespan of the, I don't know, the, the material or the part, but they also do it before it's even put into service when it's brand new. And who does these tests? Why? You do after attending a six-week course via trainingndt.com, Ooh. followed up with three weeks in class up at their facility in Baxter. Now, the first thing I did, you know I did this right away. I went to the website, trainingndt.com. The very first tab I clicked on, jobs. Guess what? The jobs are there and waiting for us. And most of them They want us right out of school, so much so that companies are actually flying into Baxter during the three-week final training so they can interview and hire you when you're still in school. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also do training for Lockheed Martin, Blue Origin, that's a Bezos deal, the U.S. Air Force, Northrop Grumman, I could go on and on. TrainingNDT.com. They offer student loans, no payments until 90 days after graduation. But you have to remember two things, okay? Cool new job and trainingndt.com that's cool new job with huge earning potentials and trainingndt.com such that is how you do an ad Drop the I, right I there i
1: have two fascinating emails okay that relate baseball to What is happening in culture? I alluded to this last week, that taking out Blake Snell Mm -hmm. alerted me to uh, more intrusive developments in American society. And uh, Billy from Tallahassee checks in. He said, I was listening to your podcast the other day after the World Series and couldn't help but hear John Kerry talking about hurricanes. Here's my linking. In baseball, they look at all kinds of stats and figures and attempt to predict, even control, the future. At 74 pitches, golden. At 75, game over, he's done, especially if it is against a lefty at night with the wind blowing to left center field. Why good 74 and not 75? What about a righty? What about if the wind shifts slightly? Nope, pull him. That computer says so. Global warming behaves the same way. If we close one power plant, put up three new solar panels, change light bulbs, buy electric cars, we can then make sure we decrease the temperature 1.2 degrees to an arbitrary time. Have a nice summer. Make sure it doesn't rain too much. Prevent a hurricane. Bringing us back to John Kerry. I'm just an amateur, so I will let you make the final call. It seems we have gotten too smart and analytical. We as humans feel we can control nature, both human nature and physical nature. I think that's a great link.
2: Wow. You know, I think that's a great had link. eight storms. Uh, last year, which cost America well more than eight, eight, a than billion dollars per storm. Mm-hmm. It's far cheaper to recognize what's coming and cure the problem ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, you there can you cure go. that. Throw some money at mm-hmm. it. You can
1: cure
3: <laughs> <laughs> storms. Throw
2: some money at it. What the hell? <laughs> there but, like there are
1: millions of people that believe that. Mm-hmm. And then Dave in Alaska alerted me to something. I believe I've heard about it before, and I I thank him for reminding me. Uh, Reavers is the resident uh, baseball expert. Have you heard of a guy named John Scalinos? John Scalinos? No. Long-time baseball coach at Pepperdine, Cal Poly. Okay, sure. Okay, cool. You're
3: saying, oh, sure, but you don't know. No, I mean, I'm very familiar
1: with the historical significance of Pepperdine. He he died in 2009 at the age of of, uh, 91. Wow. In 1996, he was the keynote speaker at the Baseball Coaches Association of America. All right. And that in that's uh, from Little League to Babe Ruth to high school mm-hmm. to college, AAA, all the way up through the majors. Mm-hmm. And apparently this guy was well-known and well-loved in the baseball coaches world, right? Okay. And I get a note from Dave in Alaska who writes, the flashlight is a tool. Uh, is a tool we are using more and more up here in Alaska now that darkness takes up more and more of our days but at least we can see the stars again and fireworks and the Aurora. I have seen it in Minnesota as well, but that was on the farm I grew up on north of Climax, Minnesota. It was actually a pretty good display. Anyway, love the show and have been a GLer since before I even know what it was to be one. I left Minnesota at 25 and I'm 66 now, but played organized ball for about 30 years. And like the rest of you, it saddens me to see that, this is, that it has gone from America's favorite pastime to what it is now. Still my favorite game, but geez louise, almost four hours to watch. I've been to a half dozen games at Target Field and buying beer and food and watching Eddie make the wrong throw and screw up on the base and getting good (laughs) seats, and sorry, I got carried away. In this article, stroll down to the three asterisks and read something you won't regret and will never forget. I'll keep spreading the word and keep pushing back. Good luck to us all, Dave in Alaska. What he did is uh, link me to a piece uh, that appeared in the Chattanoogan. Okay. Which is either a magazine or a newspaper in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and it's a story about uh, John Scalinos, this revered baseball coach, mm-hmm. uh, giving the keynote address at the 1996 annual gathering of these baseball coaches. And the part
2: I, I have—I think I have heard of this. You're, you're bringing back a memory, but continue.
1: Seventeen inches.
2: Yes. All right. Yes.
1: The guy appears at the podium with a with a plate around his neck, mm-hmm. a home plate. Yeah. And never mentions it. And they're looking at him like, well, "Why do you have a home plate around your neck?" <laughs> right. And he gives them his address. And he gets to the point where he said, "How many youth coaches are here?" And guys raise their hand. And he said, "How wide is this home plate?" Seventeen inches. That's right. Any any Babe Ruth coaches here? Yeah. How wide is this home plate? 17 inches. And all the way up through the, to the major leagues, it's, it's a 17 inch plate. And he said, We don't change that. If you're a pitcher and you, you need 19 inches, that's too bad. You're gone. <laughs> you got 17 inches right, to work with right. to get the ball over the plate. Same with Little League, it's 17 inches. And we're not going to make it 22 inches just because you're in Little League. Right. And and he he was tying this into the decline of morality, ethics and integrity and he said what we've done in this country is we've widened the plate. We've taken the 17-inch home plate and we keep expanding it to accommodate more and more people who couldn't handle the plate being 17 inches. It was a brilliant analogy.
2: 17 inches. 17 inches because if you don't keep
1: it at 17 inches this is what happens show them chuck take a look at that huh hey dark days ahead <laughs> well look at it for crap it does a color colorblind dark days ahead i don't get a kick you your talking about the home
2: You're talking about the church. You're talking about the school. You're talking about you as a coach. You're
1: talking about your ball players. Dark days ahead. If we widen the plate. Wow. How'd you find that? Because I'm amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Radar. That's exactly what's happened. We've widened the plate. Mm.
3: This whole video, by the way, is about... uh, 20 minutes long. I will post this to the GL Facebook
0: page.
1: (sighs) Baseball has not yet widened the plate. It's still 17 inches. Mm -hmm. For now. But they're getting closer to widening the plate. They've manipulated everything else. Height of the mound, designated hitters. Pitch clocks are coming. Pitch clocks. But this guy has a great point, and apparently he was well-known for giving this speech. And he What would year give hib- this? This was... Uh, 96. 1990. 1996. Oh, 96, I'm sorry. At the American I'm Baseball sorry. Coaches Association. It was held in Tennessee. And, uh, you know, people arriving there said, who's the speaker? John Scalino's. Oh, good, man. I didn't waste my airfare. They all knew about this guy. Wow. And so apparently he, he, had, he had given that speech in his life many times by coming out with the home plate. He did, and he, in the
3: video, yeah. he had it around his around neck. Around his neck, and he said
1: you widen this plate you had dark days ahead and he he said for the church the family schools coaches that was 24 ball years players, ago right don't <laughs> that's widen where you the stole play. the bit from i wish i, I, I,
0: I didn't <laughs> because no he's saying the same thing you're saying Such. Right. I, I mean and it's brilliant he's absolutely right and we're seeing now what's happened due to the fact that we started widening the plate yes these these millennials now are all in their They're 20s and 30s, and they're going crazy. And they're
3: uh, putting together documents about civil unrest if they don't get the way that they want in the election.
2: I think your official theory was the LCD, the lowest common denominator theory. Well, that's akin to this. Yeah, where we had But
1: But here's the deal. Here's the deal. This guy, uh, John Scalinos, was very uh, firm in this belief and, and said, look, if you can't pitch... Because that plate's only 17 inches, then go away.
3: Right, go do something else. You can't do
1: it. Right, And if you hitters find it problematic, that's not my problem. The plate's been 17 inches since the beginning of time, all throughout every league, even little league. We're not changing it. And for that, he was revered as he well should have been. Mm -hmm. That's just, uh, he he was a GLer. I'm upset mm-hmm. that this is the first time I've heard of this guy. Me too. I think I've heard the 17-inch plate story before. Yeah, it, it's, it's ringing, it, ringing a, bi- yes, a bell.
2: Yes. I just didn't. I couldn't remember his name.
1: <clears throat> wow. John Scalinos. It's S-C-O-L-I-N-O-S. John Scalinos. Pepperdine. From like 1940 to 1960. Or yeah, something I like was that. looking up his, uh, uh, his byline. But gee whiz, that captures it. That captures it. It's really being captured in the schools. Yeah. That plate is four miles wide in the schools. <laughs> yeah. Well, where yeah. was
3: it? Uh, San Diego? Yeah.
1: Was it San yeah. Diego that yeah. we're,
3: if you cheat,
1: no, that's okay. we're going we'll to we'll give you, you a second chance. chance? We'll give you another chance.
3: Are you kidding me? How wide is that plate? Yeah, how, how would John Scalinos have handled that oh news if his God, kid were going to San over Diego? in his
1: tomb. <laughs> Gee whiz.
0: You know, and you combine that with the fact that they've gotten rid of these uh, admission tests. Yep. So you no longer even have to take a test to get into college. And then you cheat, and it's A-OK. Boy, you're really getting your money's worth, aren't you?
1: Yeah, and you're getting rid of valedictorians. And, yep. yeah, Because we can't signal mm-hmm. anybody out for their achievements. That would make other people feel bad. They'd need a safe space to go and weep. Uh, sorry to change. Look at this crowd shot
3: in Pennsylvania at the Trump rally. Yeah. How are they getting away with that? What? Well, there's got to be there's got to be ten thousand people gathered. What do you
1: mean getting away with it, well, it? Aren't they? Aren't we limiting crowd sizes and whatnot? Oh, I don't know what Pennsylvania's rules are. Okay. I don't know what Pennsylvania's rules.
3: Well, are. I, I guarantee we in
2: Minnesota. We really stick to. Oh, the don't worry. Yeah,
0: Walls
3: yeah, and Ellison it, uh, got to the bottom of that yeah, last week. Hurumph, uh, mm-hmm.
0: hurumph. Mm-hmm. You're getting thrown in jail in Michigan, from what I read. Today. How
3: about that story? Are you kidding me? Well, I, uh, re, uh, Help me. I don't well, know that story. Governor big, Go ahead, Kenny, go big, ahead.
0: Big yeah, big Gretch says if you don't yeah, if you don't <laughs> contact Trace. Uh what it was six months? Six months You're, in jail as yeah.
3: a restaurant owner. If you don't really contract con contact Trace. Which that doesn't mean
2: Jack anyway.
3: Right. That ain't a merc. That is not America.
1: That's a Merck.
3: That's yeah. an evildoer.
2: That's a, I don't know what America. that is, but it's not a Merck. It's not America.
1: I uh, like wish I could find some stuff on here, but I guess I can Try can't. to find
2: that something. W? No. W? No. Maybe no. try America. Will you, will you
1: bring yourself up to date? I mean, you got guys all over the internet doing Trump. You ought to be able to do it. I
2: look or like, Biden. I look like Alec Baldwin. See? <laughs> I am Alec Baldwin here. Look at this. This is my Alec Baldwin look. Yes, it is.
1: I don't get that either. I think you've got... Uh,
2: uh, th- the last three weeks, 25 people have told me I am like single Alec Baldwin.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't think you do. He's pretty If hard. you're a single He's mother good with good two guy. children, yeah,
2: which is the toughest job in America as far as I'm concerned, and you're working hard to put food on your family...
1: That's right. Then <laughs> you eat it right off the family.
2: <laughs> working hard to put food on your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, anyway, folks, don't widen the plate in your life. I love that. Don't allow it to be widened. I'm going to
3: watch that entire
1: 20-minute speech now. It was now. a great speech, apparently. The guy was well-known for this. And uh, no longer with this. Died in '09 at age 91.
2: Woo, it's a full life. Man. How would you
3: uh, like to see an encounter with um, maybe an upset parent about playing time with... Uh, Coach Scalinos.
1: No, I don't think he'd uh, suffer any fools. Glad. I don't. I don't think so either. <laughs> no,
3: no. How come Billy's not getting any playing time? That's right. <laughs> he would just give the. Slow He's not glance. good
2: within the seventeen inches. Right. Might no. we
1: take a? Might we take a short timeout?
0: Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun?
3: No. You know, uh, when we're forecasting civil unrest for the next couple of days, I'm... I see rioting. peace
1: and tranquility. Rioting, I'm glad rioting. I am stocked
3: up with Harmony Spirits to get me through this next week. I got to tell you, I stopped yeah. at the uh, Total Wine & More, by the way, on Friday and, and uh, hung out with Jim for a little bit. And he had, Rook, he had the pre-made little sample you know, glasses of yes. uh, a wonderful Manhattan... And I, I was trying to guess what the secret ingredients were. He had orange bitters, yeah, and then he also had a just a touch of red wine. Really, just a touch of red I've never wine. Never seen that. Just it, waved the cap over it. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty tasty. Mm. It was pretty tasty. So here's what they would you like didn't you to bring do. How so many
2: samples did you? I no, they you.
3: didn't make it out of the store. Um, but what they would like you to do is go into your local liquor store. Don't worry, Total Wine's already got them covered. But go into your local liquor store and ask for Harmony Spirits by name. They are so thankful. And Jim reiterated to me, reiterated it to me on Friday about how thankful he is with this partnership here in GL HarmonySpirits.net is their website. But check out their Twitter account as well for future. Tastings, Joe Souchere.
1: Only because they come to us all the way from Mumbai, India. From Tom Lyman. It's on this date in Minnesota history, November 2nd. In 1948, Hubert H. Humphrey wins Minnesota's race for the U.S. Senate. During three consecutive terms, he supports a Medicare bill, a nuclear test ban treaty, and the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And on this date in 1993, Sharon sails Belton was elected mayor of Minneapolis. She was the first African-American and the first woman to hold the office, having previously worked for the State Department of Corrections and as an assistant director of the Minnesota Program for Victims of Sexual Assault, Belton would tout a family-oriented platform and administer numerous successful community programs, including the annual youth-oriented event Dancing in the Streets. Huh.
2: Da, 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 da. Our
0: hope is that there will not be a bunch of suburbanites just racing through. That through these windows, you will see the glory and magnitude of the wonderful neighborhoods that are here in this South Minneapolis community. We have much to offer. And with this critical investments, you're going to be able to see more. You will get off of one of those stations and visit an art store. Get a cup of coffee, get something to eat in one of our fantastic uh, restaurants, St- start and if the you're third really hip, on you can fire. get up at <laughs> Whiskey Junction or the Joint or the Caboose and hear some of the best music in the Try Twin Cities. These things happen in our community right here. Nobody was burning anything when Riverside Sharon was the mayor. Right. No. no, that's true. Funny she was a friend
1: of the show too we had you go back we had no trouble getting her on no, routinely no. she's got
0: know. her own art bridge down in uh, 90, uh in minneapolis that mm-hmm. crosses over 94 by the convention center the third avenue shared sales belton Art. Rook,
1: bridge. whose house did we do a garage grilling at and she was there uh mm. it was in south minneapolis
0: and if you drawing, sit, it, was a, a blank, it was a woman uh, who was a great friend of the show. Uh, you know, her voice reminds me of Julia from my time. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> it wasn't,
2: <grating>. uh, Yvonne, <laughs> wasn't Yvonne, Yvonne? No, it wasn't
1: Yvonne. wasn't Yvonne. wasn't Yvonne. Okay, everybody, GLers, gird your loins. Oh, man. Gird your dog. loins.
2: Right now? Hang on.
1: For tomorrow. Oh.
3: You know what I've noticed uh, just watching the news today? It's pretty good to be in the hardware business these days. Oh, I think you going to so. say
2: something about
0: Menomen. Oh.
2: Yeah,
3: Does Fred on only sell plywood?
1: Because if he doesn't, he's missing the boat
3: right no, now. No,
2: he sells the nails, the screws, <laughs> he sells uh, everything the else. On this date, in
1: 1869, measuring one third of a township, tiny Monoman County is abolished and transferred to Anoka County, known as Monoman Township until 1879. The territory is now the town of Fridley. But there's still a Monoman County in Minnesota. Yes. Monoman, yes, Marshall Martin, McLeod, Meeker, Mille Morrison, Mauer, Murray. Those are your M counties. So Monoman is still a county. I don't know what this refers to, that it was abolished as a county in 1869. Uh, to the best of my memory, as I've memorized the 87 counties, Yes, you have. Monoman is a county.
2: Monoman uh, is uh, the White Earth Reservation, is included in right. the county of Monoman. That's right. where my. Uh, my wife's family is from.
1: Well, then she's a Manolman resident.
2: Uh, Brooke,
0: um, yes. Reavers. Yes, sir. I have twenty sheets of plywood. You get frat on the phone. All right. I tell him I'll sell them uh, per, per sheet. A okay. hundred dollars. No, you can't. hundred dollars deal per with sheet. You <laughs> and you know what? I'm on my way down there this afternoon. I'll bring them down and drop them off. Free delivery on top of it. Free yeah. delivery. Wow, you are a true dollars a gentleman. Sheet.
1: Hundred yeah, yeah. bucks. All right, yeah. GLers, Good luck tomorrow. I think it'll be fine. I think everything'll be okay. Tranquil. Uh, what do you say?
2: Uh, we don't know. Peaceful that. and tranquil. Peaceful and tranquil. Oh, That's well, how it's going to be. Okay. That's
1: right, Sid. Thank they you. are going to be okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Rook, what do you I got over be there? Be all right. Well, what I got is Pod MN. Pod MN is going to bring you your Minnesota podcast that you might have an interest in. Uh, just kind of like the sound or get the vibe from it. Poke around their uh, app at PodMN on your smartphone, or you can do it on your computer to your laptop, PodMN.com. That's PodMN.com. Just go poke around, see what you like. You'll find a whole bunch of great Minnesota podcasts that may interest you. Ros.